This is 105.9 The Region. There are so many ways of communicating these days, but nothing seems to beat the one-on-one. This is In Conversation with Ann Romer. Welcome to In Conversation. Thanks so much for being with us. This show is, in my view, upfront, up close, and uplifting. Let's get right to it. Okay, let's be honest. This year has been one of the worst in recent memory, and depending on your age, the worst ever. But whether you're a kid or a kid at heart, there is something to look forward to. In less than a week, Santa Claus is coming to town. He joins us now in conversation from the comfort and the safety of the North Pole. Hi, Santa. Oh, hello, Anne. Uh, Good to hear your voice. Oh, and good to hear yours as well, and especially the ho-ho-ho, the signature sound of Santa Claus. Ho-ho-ho-ho, yes. (laughs) Santa, how are things in the North Pole? We're in a pandemic. How are you doing? How's Mrs. Claus? How are the elves? How are the reindeer? Well, and you know, uh, we're pretty safe up here in the North Pole. We haven't had a lot of COVID up here. It's... Too cold for COVID. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we're still being very careful, Anne, because we have a big holiday presentation of toys and gifts for all the boys and girls out there. So we have to maintain our health, and we're being very cautious and careful just in time for Christmas. Oh, that's wonderful. Santa, have the kids, in the letters that they've sent to you, have they asked for different things this year? Maybe not toys or something tangible like that, but have they asked for something a little more from their hearts this year? Well, you know, Anne, that's a very good question. And I I find that a lot of the children are missing seeing all their friends at school, you know. (laughs) And uh, I just say to them, well, hang in there a little bit longer, and once we get this vaccine happening, I think that you'll be back at school very soon and be with all your friends, and you won't have to social distance anymore. So that's what the majority of the children have been missing, seeing all their friends. But hang in there, kids. Hang in there. (laughs) Santa, will you be delivering presents around the world, Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, will you be doing that differently this year because of COVID-19? Well, and uh, yes, of course. I mean, you know, I said that it's safe up here in the North Pole, but I have to make sure that I protect myself and, of course, protect the reindeer. Uh, So we will be doing everything that everybody should be doing in the rest of the world, and that's, of course, wearing a mask and uh, making sure that I'm going to be wearing a lot of gloves, of course, as I always do. So I won't have to be washing my hands that frequently. But once I get back to the the North Pole, I'll certainly be washing my hands at the end of my deliveries. That's for sure, Anne. How do you tell children around the globe to to stay happy and full of joy through this holiday season. Some are a little bit sad because of the circumstances surrounding the pandemic. What do you say to them to have them turn around to you and go, ho, 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 how do you keep their spirits up? Well, Anne, I, uh, 
I hope that uh, the gifts that I bring for them will make sure that they feel a lot better during this COVID time frame. And uh, I just want them all to know that, you know, pretty darn soon they're going to have all of the normal life back and they'll be seeing all their friends and seeing all members of their family, not just their moms and dads, but everybody will soon be one big happy family all over again. <laughs> and quite frankly, your presence in the world is our present, really, truly. You are such a gift. So we have asked a lot of kids in York Region to give us questions that they want to ask you. So if you're ready, we will begin with Melina. Are you ready for that, Santa? Oh, Melina. Yes, I know Melina. She's she's on my list. I see that right here. Go ahead, Anne. So here is Melina. Hi, my name is Melina. I'm 11 years old, and I was wondering if the elves get presents on Christmas, too. Oh, well, of course. You know, uh, uh, the, the elves work so hard, and of course, it would not be right if they didn't get presents. So Mrs. Claus and I make very special sure that each and every one of the elves gets a present. And you know what, Melina? The really wonderful thing that all of the elves are looking for this year? Why? It's probably the same thing that all a lot of boys and girls are wanting, and that's a baby Yoda doll. So we're certainly going to give the elves that because that's their favorite toy. Santa, we have Christina next. Thank you. I'm seeing Christina's name here on my list, too. Let's hear from Christina. Hi, my name is Christina. I'm eight years old. I've been wondering, how does Santa deliver all the toys in one night? Oh, well, that's a very good question, Christina. And by the way, you know, uh, I was eight years old when I was your age. (laughs) That's a little Santa humor. (laughs) Anyway, um, the way I get all the deliveries done in one night is that Mrs. Claus, you know, she she keeps me on a very healthy diet and uh, she makes me eat a lot of vegetables and fruits and uh, that makes me very energetic. And uh, I tell you, that's the best way to get through all those deliveries to all those boys and girls out there in one special night. Oh, and Mrs. Claus, she makes sure that the reindeer, that they eat all those vegetables and fruit, too. And boys and girls, you better make sure you eat your veggies and make sure you eat your fruit, okay? <laughs> That's great. So, Santa, we have a question next from Emma. And here is Emma and her question. It has to do with what you eat. So here's Emma. Hi, my name is Emma. I am seven years old, and I want to ask Santa what his favorite cookie is. Oh, well, there are so many favorites that I have, uh, Emma. It's hard to pick one favorite, but, uh, <laughs> well, you know, uh, I think um, uh, a chocolate chip with a lot of raisins and a lot of pecans and a lot of other good things in it. Ah, that's kind of got to be my favorite. And you know what? I think that's been my favorite for many, many, many years. I hope it's one of yours, too. 
Do you think Mrs. Claus will approve Santa? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if she doesn't, I'm going to be very naughty with her. (laughs) You know what I mean, don't you? (laughs) Santa. Let's go on to Damien, and Damien has a question for you, Santa. Okay, Damien. Oh, I'm checking your name here. It's on the list. Hi, my name is Damien. I'm six years old, and I'm from Toronto. How are the elves working during the pandemic? Well, that's a very good question, Damien. You know, I mean... It's, as I said earlier, I mean, there's not as much concern about COVID up here in the North Pole, but, you know, we we still have to be very careful because we have to make sure that no one ever gets caught up in having some sort of uh, symptom, and then we sure don't want to give that to all the kids when we deliver them the presents. So we're we're very careful. We wear our masks in, in the toy shop. And we make sure that we social distance. And, you know, we're washing our hands every, oh, I'd say every half hour or so. And then, you know, I think everybody's really, really happy that the vaccine is just almost ready to be delivered. So that's how the elves are working during this pandemic. (laughs) Next, we have Myla. And Myla has a really great question for you. Oh, good. I love great questions. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, my name is Myla. I am 10 years old, and I would like to ask Santa who his favorite reindeer is. Well, you know, uh, Myla, um, it's not really fair to have any favorites. I mean, do you have favorites of all your friends and relatives and all those boys and girls that you go to school with, and, well, you know what, Myla? You probably do. So <laughs> I just have to admit that I do have a favorite, and that favorite reindeer of mine has got to be Rudolph. Mm. It, yes, Rudolph. You, you, you know why, Myla? Because one Christmas, it was very foggy, and it was very snowy, and I said, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? And then all the reindeer loved him, and they shouted out with glee, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, you'll go down in history. <laughs> Santa, you're wonderful. Here is a question from Remy, if you're ready, Santa Claus. Yes, I am. Hi, my name is Remy. I'm 13 years old, and my question for Santa is, what day does he start making presents for all the kids around the world? Whoa, that's a really good question, Remy. You know, um, we take a couple of days off after we make our deliveries to all the boys and girls around the world, and uh, so I think we basically start in the new year, right after the January the first date, because we're so looking forward to January the 1st, because that's going to be the beginning of a brand new year, 2021. And I tell you, that is a great year because we're going to leave 2020 far behind us. So that's when we start building all those wonderful new toys 
for all the boys and girls for Christmas of 2021. That's my answer for you, Remy. And I think I'm sounding a little bit like Richard Nixon for a moment there. I don't know what that is all about. <laughs> I think you need you, you need to have your own stand-up club in the North Pole, Santa. You're very funny. <laughs> Thank you, Anne. Uh, maybe you'll come and guest star with me one of these of fine days. Of course I will. I'll lift the curtain for you. How's that? <laughs> okay. I like that heavy lifting that you do, Anne. <laughs> Santa, I have a final question for you, and that is this. Have the boys and girls around the world been very, very good this year? Oh, yes. It's been a very, very difficult year for boys and girls around the world because, you know, as I said earlier, it's been so hard on them. They're not able to see their friends. They're not able to see other members of their family other than mom and dad and the brothers and sisters in their pod. So I think they've been so good to have maintained all their patience and energy to make sure that they don't pass anything on to other people through this pandemic. I know that you are out of time because you've got so much to do to be ready for Christmas Eve. Your phone's been ringing off the hook. You've been receiving lots and lots of mail. Would you give us a final farewell Santa Claus to all of the boys and girls listening right now, listening to you on In Conversation? Yes, of course, and I uh, so look forward to seeing all of those lovely uh, stockings that are hung up on the mantelpiece when I come down the chimney in all those boys and girls' homes, and I'm sure hoping that I have some milk waiting for me, and maybe there's enough time for their moms to make me some of those favorite cookies that I described to you earlier, Anne. <laughs> Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, Santa Claus. Oh, and the same to you, Anne, and the I look forward to your opening act for me when we do our comedy team together. <laughs> I think it's already begun, frankly. <laughs> Thank you, Santa. Thank you, Anne. Bye-bye. <laughs> Coming up, the year in review with the Vaughn Mayer. That's next. This is In Conversation with Anne Romer. Is there someone you want to learn more about? Drop us a line. Info at 1059theregion.com. Ann Romer will be right back on 1059 The Region. Welcome back to In Conversation with Ann Romer on 1059 The Region. A year in review with Vaughn Mayor Maurizio Bevilacqua, and what a year it's been. Welcome to In Conversation, Mayor Bevilacqua. Thanks, Ann. Pleasure to be here. So let's go back in time to March 11th, 2020. Where were you when the pandemic was declared and what was your first course of action? Well, we were monitoring the global pandemic uh, six weeks prior to WHO um, stating that it was indeed a global pandemic. So we were very ready for the challenge. And uh, we were the first municipality to uh, declare, the first city in Ontario to declare a state of emergency. And this declaration signaled that we would uh, take every possible step uh, uh, to, to stop or, and or deal with this uh, deadly virus. Vaughn's COVID-19 response since then, how has it changed and grown, even sharpened, in the past nine months? 
Well, you know, you have to tackle the COVID-19 crisis uh, from different perspectives, from education, from enforcement, uh, making sure that you have programs uh, uh, that uh, help people. We also have to transfer from, obviously, uh, you know, live uh, programming to uh, virtual programming as it relates to, to recreation and in many other areas uh, of uh, culture and many other, other areas of city building. That has been done exceptionally well. Uh, we we have done an, uh, a great job in, in pivoting because that's very important. During a crisis, you have to have the ability to be flexible and pivot. And we did that in a number of areas, including, you know, shutting down our, our community centers and, um, and libraries uh, early on uh, in, the, in the pandemic to make sure that we could reduce the transmission of COVID-19. So flexibility and uh, uh, the ability to pivot, very, very important. York Region is in lockdown right now. So how was the city of Vaughan supporting small businesses before the lockdown? And what are you doing now to give them the support they so desperately need? Yes, we, we're definitely supporting them. Over a thousand businesses have contacted uh, our economic development uh, department uh, to, to access uh, programs. Not only do we provide programs ourselves, but we also facilitate uh, and, and uh, help them uh, contact other levels of government. So we act as a facilitator between uh, the city of Vaughan and the federal and provincial uh, governments, because that's very key. It's very important to underline the fact that governments, like many other agencies, uh, we're in this together to make sure that, that people get the, the service that they need and, and deserve. So the, the relationship between us and the business community has been exceptional throughout this, uh, this crisis, and I'm very, I've been very, very impressed uh, with the, the manner in which the business community has responded to our programming, but also has responded to the crisis itself. There has been job loss through this pandemic, both in, within York Region and outside. Maybe people who live in York Region have been working outside of the region and are without a job. A lot of businesses are hanging by a thread as well. Is there room in the coffers to support them financially? I know you encourage that that they reach out to the provincial government, to the federal government for support, but can the city of Vaughan financially help out to support businesses and people who have lost their jobs? Yes, I mean, we, you know, we, we do it by having programs, like, for example, you know, the the budget coming in at zero uh, percent uh, this year is, uh, you know, is a, is a signal to the fact that we understand uh, the hardships that people are going uh, through financially. And of course, and it's not right across the board. There are sectors of, of the economy that are still doing well. Just to put it in perspective, our, our building uh, permits in the first quarter of this year, compared to previous quarters of 2017, 2018, and 2019, have actually gone up uh, over 60 percent. Uh, so there are sectors that that are thriving, and there are, of course, many, unfortunately, far too many sectors that are not. And those are, and and we reach out to the employees and employers uh, and owners of these companies uh, to make sure that we're there uh, for them. But the fact that we're signaling the zero percent tax increase uh, essentially says that we understand uh, the pain they're going through, and that we're willing to support them, like we did through our Vaughn Business Action Plan, the Digital Boost, and Shop Vaughn Local campaigns. 
they've been very effective. Speaking of the budget, the first of three public budget meetings for the 2021 budget and the 2022 financial plan took place last Tuesday night. And as you mentioned, you try to maintain one of the lowest and most competitive tax rates in the GTA. How do you do that during a pandemic? Well, you do that because you recognize what is at stake here is, uh, you know, the hardships of, and of, of people, this is, they're going through a very, very difficult time. And when you go through a difficult time, governments need to, to be there. Of course, we use the levers that we have at the municipal level to, to make sure that, that people are ha- helped, you know, through water rates, taxation, uh, programming. We do the very best that we can. And for all of us, individuals, governments, and uh, businesses, these are uncharted waters. We're going through uh, a pandemic that is... Uh, uh, affected the, the economy in, in in a way that no other uh, pandemic has ever uh, affected it. So uh, we just stay focused like a laser beam on making sure that we get the fundamentals right, that we provide certainty to, to the residents, and that we provide the relief to those who need it. Integrity, accountability, responsibility, but you also call the budget a citizen-focused budget. How important is their input, the citizens of Vaughan, how important is what they have to say and what they think and what they can offer to your budget plans? Well, when I announced early on in the pre-budget consultation period, uh, I signaled and telegraphed that I wanted to have a 0% tax rate. I did that based on the hundreds uh, of conversations I had with people from all various sectors of of our uh, city. Uh, business people, people that are running uh, organizations, NGOs, uh, volunteer groups, uh, right across the board, because I think that's how you get the real picture, what the needs and desires and aspirations of the population are. I did that, and uh, I was convinced that people needed a break, uh, needed some tax relief, and that is the reason why I advocated for the 0% uh, tax rate. And uh, uh, at the same time, uh, with uh, the administration working together, uh, with us, we we also make sure that not only do we have a zero percent tax rate, but also uh, uh, make sure that we provide the quality of services that uh, we get high grades uh, from from citizens, and that that cannot be sacrificed uh, because of the zero percent. And I was, you know, I got all my assurances and guarantees from the from the administration that we can, in fact, uh, deliver a zero percent uh, uh, tax rate without. Uh, without negatively affecting uh, the services we provide. Mayor Bevilacqua, how do you encourage, persuade, even demand that the residents of Vaughan remain vigilant through this second wave and stick to the rules? Well, you know, it's by now everybody knows what, you know, we as individuals need to do. Uh, As I stated early, uh, this is a marathon, not a sprint. We need to be patient. We need to use our our logic, common sense, our intelligence. Every morning when we get up, we've got to look in the mirror and ask ourselves, what can I do uh, to help defeat uh, uh, COVID-19? That is what responsibility, that is what uh, uh, making sure that we act with integrity and character during this period. So as people head towards, for example, the holidays season, uh, yes, it virtually is not as great of a celebration. I understand that. But, you know, holidays are about the heart, the mind, and the spirit. Uh, they're, about, uh, they're about really celebrating uh, ourselves and what we believe in in, in a very uh, communal uh, approach. But I will say something, that we need to focus on 
the significance of our holidays, what they remind us of. And if we have to do it virtually, that's part and parcel of, of, of responding to, to the crisis. And, and so to all the residents, I basically say, you know what to do. You, you are well-versed on, on COVID-19 matters. You know that you know, we should discourage large gatherings, and, and we should really take this opportunity to really contemplate, meditate, and think about the significance of the holiday uh, spirit. Uh, what is it all about? It's about being nurturing, being loving, being caring, being compassionate, and, and understanding each other. And the way you can demonstrate that is by celebrating it virtually because it does help help the, the, the ultimate cause of reducing the transmission of COVID-19. Mayor Bevilacqua, how has this pandemic changed you and the way you lead? Well, really, I, I think that the pandemic itself has really not changed my core beliefs and values. Uh, those are pretty well set within me. And those values are about, uh, I've always been for over 32 years now, uh, I focus on the public good, the greater good. So once you have sound values, principles, and beliefs, and you align your actions to those values, principles, and beliefs, you have clarity of purpose. And that's how I govern, and that's what I believe in. And I've always believed that prior to the global pandemic, and I, and I believe it uh, now as well. That's how you uh, conduct yourself in your life. You try to do the very best that you can. Uh, to help uh, people get through particularly challenging times. May we here at 105.9 The Region offer you this opportunity to speak directly to the citizens of Vaughan with your holiday message. What do you say to them right now? Well, you know, the holiday season is really a time to, to unwind, recharge, refuel for the year ahead as we prepare to, to welcome 2021. Uh, we must remain strong. We must always be uh, focused on the greater good, on the public good, uh, and take this opportunity to really express your love, affection uh, to, to everyone that is close to you, from your neighbors to your friends to your family members, uh, to, to really pull together as a, as a community and to demonstrate, as we have over the past year, that we will emerge stronger and uh, we'll get through this by, by understanding the importance of it and, and to also simply say to still have, you know, a very uh, happy uh, holiday season regardless of challenges because in life that happens. You know, when I was uh, lighting up the Christmas uh, tree uh, last week, uh, I basically uh, looked at that light and, uh, and those beautiful lights are the ones that are going to guide us out of this period that some people would describe as darkness. Hmm, nicely put. I want to thank you very much for joining us in conversation, Vaughn Mayor Maurizio Bevilacqua, and all the very best from us here at 105.9 The Region to you, your family, and the residents of Vaughn. Likewise, and the very best uh, to you all, and thank you for all that you do because you've played an incredible role during these uh, challenging times, uh, getting information out, uh, understanding uh, that we are in this together. Mayor Maurizio Bevilacqua encouraging everyone to be strong, to be smart, and to be kind to each other. Through good times and bad, there's always Santa Claus and the magic he brings to all of us the world over. Happy Holidays! I'm Ann Romer. Bye for now. Follow In Conversation with Ann Romer on Twitter at 1059 The Region. This is 1059 The Region.